Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Lots coming up, including uh, Chilling with Quillen at 440. But uh, Austin Awney joining us now, the UNT quarterback. And uh, Austin, uh, anything going on over there? <laughs> it's been a very busy time for the Mean Green. But, uh, boy, congratulations. I saw you have decided to uh, to to try the uh, NFL out and uh, and move on from UNT. Uh, that's, uh, that's, it's very exciting and, and congratulations on a, on a great, another great season. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, it's been a crazy week. Um, but you know, we're trying to stay focused, uh, and, and get a, a bowl game win, uh, for the university and, um, uh, appreciate you, uh, for, for the compliments on the season. I appreciate that. Yeah, you bet. And, uh, boy, 32 touchdowns. This is coming on the heels of, uh, 2021, uh, incredible season that you had. I mean, Austin, you could have moved on with your life, and you you hung in there at UNT starting in, I guess, about 2018, and uh, and it really has paid off because you've you've had two great seasons. Did you ever, uh, when you were kind of waiting your turn after all those years, and then playing for the Yankees in their minor league system, did it ever cross your mind? Uh, okay, I think I'm. Think it may be time to move on, or did you just always think, okay, if I just kind of keep my head down, I'm going to get an opportunity here? Yeah, I think definitely keeping your head down and and waiting for your opportunity and taking advantage of that um, was something that uh, you know I wanted to do. Uh, I had a dream of playing baseball and with the Yankees, and and had a great time with that. Um, unfortunately, it came to an end, but uh, then I, you know, I wanted to pursue football and uh, was lucky enough to get a chance to play college football for the University of North Texas. Uh, and it's been a great run so far. And, uh, you know, it wasn't an easy, uh, easy uh, task, but, you know, I you know, kept my head down, started started this year. And uh, we, we've had a great season so far and we want to uh, top it off with a with a bowl win against a good Boise State team. What are your feelings on uh, on Seth? Obviously, y'all got to uh, spend a ton of time together over the years, and and he had a lot of success. They've decided to move on from Seth. Um, I, I'm sure that was tough because you weren't going to be staying there playing anymore. But I'm I, I'm sure y'all had uh, uh, had a really good relationship over the years. What was kind of your uh, was that just a tough day for everybody to kind of digest that news and and uh, especially as you think about a bowl game coming up and in the rest of your career how's everybody kind of handling that yeah no i'm I'm extremely grateful for uh, coach Latrell you know he gave me opportunity to uh, come back and play uh, college football and pursue a dream that I had so I'm uh, extremely grateful for for him and uh, yeah the, the news is is tough to take um, but we've got a great team and the guys are staying focused and we know we got one more one more game to to go at and um you know we want to finish this off the right way we've worked hard to get here to a bowl game and uh, we want to finish it on on the right note all right it, you, will phil bennett be even meaner to the defense you think as the uh, interim head coach <laughs> we we know <laughs> phil well from his baylor days and uh, i would say as a quarterback maybe phil hadn't ever had to chew on you too much uh is that one of the more intense sideline uh coaches you've ever seen and and has he has he mellowed at all because uh phil would get after you these baylor defensive backs and the baylor defenders in general uh they would feel his wrath has he has has he mellowed as he's aged or is he still pretty fiery guy over there on the sideline 
No, he's st- he's still a fiery guy. He's 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 a great coach, very intense. You know, I've gotten a few uh, fiery chews from him um, here this season. So, um, but it but it's all love. It's because he cares about the game. He loves to win. Um, he loves to compete, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna fight for him and uh, and finish finish the season the right way with a win with for him. Austin Audie joined the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas, starting quarterback for the University of North Texas. Uh, do you still, like when the Yankees came through town and Aaron Judge had that huge moment, do you still feel some attachment to the organization? Do you, uh, uh, do you, do you root for them? What is that like after spending, what was that, five or six season, uh, seasons with them after you were drafted in the second round of that organization? Yeah, I think in the beginning of my career, um, when I came, beginning of my college career at University of North Texas, kind of fresh, fresh out of baseball, I kept up with them a lot. Uh, when they came into town, I had some buddies on the team. I'd go, I'd go sit in a Rangers uh, stadium and watch them. But kind of as the time um, has gone by, you know, I've kind of slowly faded away. But you know, I still, I still love watching Aaron Judge and what he did this season, uh, which was absolutely incredible. Um, so he, he definitely deserved his contract that he got here recently. And, um, you know, he's a, he's a great player, but he's also a great guy. So I spent some time in the locker room during spring training with him. And, um, you know, so I'm definitely a Yankees fan. Yankees, they got a yeah. Yankees fan for life uh, with the opportunities that they gave me. Now, do you claim, are you excited for TCU or are they, do you all see them as more, I mean, I don't guess we'd call them rivals or whatever, but you almost went to TCU. I guess you were there for, didn't you move into the dorm and, and you had already started some practices with Gary Patterson back in, I guess it'd be about 2012. So yep. I, I guess that's a lot of years ago, isn't it? Do you take any, <laughs> to, for, to claim any connection to TCU, but uh, I, I, that's got to be interesting for you to be over at UNT and see a local team having a season like that. What do, what do you think of, of, your, of, of what Max Duggan has done, and uh, have you had any you know, time this year to kind of watch them a little bit? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I definitely, you know, keep up with TCU, and obviously I was, I was going to be there uh, going out of high school. So I, I spent one, one day there and then ended up getting drafted. <laughs> but I still follow TCU. Um, you know, they're just down the road. They're obviously a great football team. Max Duggan has done a, a, a fabulous job this year. Um, I love the way he plays. Um, obviously, he's deserving of all the awards he's gotten here recently. Um, definitely shows heart every time he plays, you can tell. And, um, you know, if I was a voter, I, he'd, he'd get my Heisman vote. So, um, you know, respect his game a lot and what he's done with that program this year. Um, it's, it's really cool to see. Now, what do players, don't they have a nickname for you? I, I give you a hard time because you are 29 years old and uh, you are billed as one of maybe the oldest player in college football. Do you, yeah. does that, do you embrace that? Is it kind of fun for you? And, and, uh, I mean, cause, and, and by the way, there was a quarterback taken in the first round by what Cleveland Browns out of Oklahoma state, who was probably 28 or 29, if I recall correctly, some years ago. Um, do you, what, what's that, what's that like for you? And do your, do your teammates have fun with that? Yeah, no, no, I embrace it a lot. And if Brandon Whedon was the guy. Um, yeah, that was from Oklahoma State, and so um, yeah, I've got a couple nicknames: Old Man, Pop, Dad. <laughs> um, you know, they give me a hard time, but it's all love. Um, they, they've embraced me since the day I got there, um, and so it's been it's been an awesome ride with them. They keep me young, keep me updated, 
Um, and so it's extremely fun to be around in the locker room. And, um, you know, those guys are you make it, make it a whole lot of fun because um, we go into battle each and every weekend. So that's the locker room is what you, you'll miss most from your college days. How long did it take you to shake off the rust when you decided to come back to football in 2018? Like, I'm sure the, the throwing, obviously different motion, but you probably got the arm rolling pretty quickly. What was the biggest, what, what, what took the most time in, in kind of readjusting and getting your, getting your football career going again after being off for uh, six years from it? Yeah, I think um, definitely probably the biggest thing is, is speed of the game. Um, not playing in six years, you're going from high school to Division One football. Uh, so speed of the game was probably the biggest adjustment. Getting back in there, you know, hadn't been tackled or hit in six years. So getting that um, out of the way um, was big. And so, you know, each each time you go out there on the field, you, you try to slow the game down and um, – you know, a little bit of, you know, my throwing motion, you know, some of the biomechanics, uh, I needed to, to change a little bit to better pursue or better for my football, um, make it spin it better um, a little bit because I was an outfielder, kind of had a over-the-top throwing motion, wanted to level it out a little bit. So worked on that really hard and, um, you know, tried to slow the game down as much as you can. And so that's what I've tried to do. I'm trying to learn the game as much as possible and and distribute the ball as best I could to my to the playmakers. With Mahomes, don't you think like a baseball background actually helps him? I mean, I, I think people that have played multiple sports are always have a bit of advantage. And, and I think as you get and start talking about the draft and all of that, that's really going to play to your advantage. I know people will bring up the age constantly, but I think what you can refer to is, hey, the baseball helps me in a lot of ways. Have you already heard from, whether it be scouts or NFL types, that – that have maybe said something similar where they think some of that baseball background, you know, could be extremely helpful to you. Yeah. Just the things that I went through, through baseball. Um, you know, I think the, the arms, arm strength in baseball, you know, Pat, get referred to Patrick McCombs. He's, you know, he's kind of a freak when it comes to arm talent. So it's, it's hard to compare yourself to him, but um, you know, uh, I think baseball definitely helps me out. I haven't heard a lot from the scouts. So looking forward to that, that process and uh, whatever they have for me. You know, I'll be ready ready for it. And, uh, you know, my, with my baseball background, you know, I have a lot that I can, you know, say and, you know, uh, you know, had, had a lot of adventures with that. All right. Well, you, you got a $1 million bonus. I hope you get an NFL bonus, too. Is some of that still left? I mean, have you been uh, – because <laughs> now you have a, uh, a wife and child at age 29 where you uh, – have you been pretty good in, investment-wise and, and were able to uh, – uh, because that's that's you know that's not an easy life, by the way, riding around on those buses and playing in the minors. Uh, but did did you kind of uh, uh, keep that for yourself, or were your parents helping you manage all that at first? What was that like? Yeah, yeah, definitely. The parents help, uh, helped me out at first. You know, obviously, an eighteen year old kid doesn't know what to do with that. Uh, I could I could probably spend that really fast if I wanted to as an eighteen year old kid. <laughs> um, but we went the conservative route, so I've I've got. Um, some of that left, um, but yeah, my you know my perspective has changed on life since since that day. You know, mm-hmm. as an 18 year old single kid, now I'm married with uh, with a kid uh, kid now. So uh, you know they're they're depending on me to to make some money, and so you know that's what uh, I got something to play for now, and it's a it's a whole new perspective that I enjoy. 
Austin Awney, the quarterback for University of North Texas, joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And have you gotten pretty good at, um, at at doing diapers? Do you try to claim sometimes that you're watching film and you can't change a diaper? And does your wife accept any of those excuses, or or how do you how do you kind of balance all that? No, I've I've definitely gotten good at the diaper change. I don't mind it. Um, you know, my dad instincts kicked in right away, so it's, it's a really cool experience, um, one that I'll never forget. And uh, sometimes I will, you know, you know, use the film as as an excuse. I'll try to get out of it sometimes, but <laughs> you know, I, you know, I'm blessed to be able to, uh, you know, be in college right now and spend a lot of time with my kid. You know, as it's her first year of life, and you know, I've been blessed that. You know, once I come home from football, you know, I'm doing all online classes, so I get to spend a lot of the time, uh, a lot of rest of the day with my kid. And so I cherish that a lot, and uh, it's been a great experience. So you didn't pledge a fraternity at, at age 26 or 27 <laughs> when you got there? I did not. I did not. I had um, other other duties to do, uh, taking care of yeah. the kid. Yeah. Well, introduce your family to us real quick. So your wife, your wife and, and daughter's names, what are they? Yeah, my wife's name is Kristen, uh-huh. and my daughter's name is Palmer. Oh, nice. Nice. Palmer, is that, like, is that a family name? That's an awesome name. Yeah, my, it's my middle name. Um, and, you know, speaking with my wife, she's always said, you know, if we have a girl, you know, I think Palmer's a great name, and so... You know, first first one up was a girl, and so we chose the name Palmer. Yeah. And you know, he's been in the family. My dad, my dad's a golfer, um, and so he, you know, he knew Arnold Palmer. You know, caddied with him a little bit later in his career, and so um, you know, he passed that name to me, and then we passed that name on to to my daughter. So it's been really what, cool. Well, it sounds like you can play golf too. Uh, if you play baseball and football, what's your what's your handicap? Uh, I wouldn't know my handicap. I'm I'm not very good. It's it's all right. I'm probably high. You know, if I'm on a good day, it's high eighties. You know, low nineties. Um, you know, sometimes it's better, but uh, yeah. You know, once I I got to get you know with my dad more consistently. He he could help me out there with my golf game, but you know I'm busy. You know, with the kid and trying to be uh, the best football player I can. So usually golf is kind of just a you know a quick escape from the real world and yeah shoot whatever score I shoot and, uh, and get back to uh, get back to taking care of yeah. the kid and trying to win football games. I think you're worried Phil Bennett's listening. You know, you only have a few more weeks of having to worry about these coaches. I bet if we went out and played, you'd probably shoot in the mid to high 70s if I had to guess. But uh, that is uh, – and where do you pl- – where does you, where, where's the best place to play out there in Argyle where you, where you uh, grew up? And that – by the way, that has to be awesome to be to play at UNT right down the road. That has to be such a – neat experience for your family and everything but where did you where did y'all grow up playing um you know i grew up playing uh tpc in las colinas uh my family okay. were, we were members there but uh you know my wife's family are members at denton country club which is a a, a great golf course and i'm right just right across the street from uh ropes and ranch golf club which is also a great course and so um you know we we, we play those as much as we can um you know take take some of the teammates out there and you know, Windstar is just up the road, so that's also a great course that we try to get up there too and uh, spend time up there. All right, that's out there in the world. You know, Byron Nelson's from that area you were just describing. Uh, yep. Those uh, all those places uh, out there, Roanoke, I think it is. So 
Uh, but Austin, this is uh, a lot of fun. I was glad Taylor could uh, line it up. Taylor, one of y'all's uh, uh, crack SID uh, uh, folks, is he's a great friend of mine. So glad we could do this, and uh, good luck in the bowl game. I've got UNT family members. In fact, my father-in-law. So they'll have the uh, they'll have the green. They'll have all the mean green stuff on and supporting you. And then Grant McCaslin is a great. He's my old fraternity brother, by the way, the uh, the basketball coach over there. So, anyway, we got some ties, so we'll be behind you guys, okay? Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on. It's been great. You bet. There he goes, Austin Awney, the uh, University of North Texas quarterback, the oldest college football player in the country at age 29. He'll be 30 in September, and he's still playing some college football. His career will end with this uh, bowl game coming up, and then uh, he'll move on about his business. But uh, what a remarkable guy and an interesting story uh, with the Yankees organization, million-dollar bonus, second round, and then he moves on to college football. Now we move on to Curtis Quillen. We'll do some chilling with Quillen next. 